So hello and welcome to the New Gig Podcast. I'm your host, Glenn Hodgson. And today I'm delighted to be joined by CEO and freelancer, Dovile Daugvilaite. How are you doing, Dovile? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm doing good. So cool. please give us a little <laughs> bit of background about yourself on, you know, what you've been doing and how you've got to where you are today. A little bit about your journey. Yeah, so I come professionally from project management expertise area. So I've been doing project program and portfolio management in banking and ad tech sectors before. I started uh, in my student years with finance field. So I have finished the finance bachelor and then, you know, had two years of corporate job in that area. I think the first day I went there, I realized that job from nine to five was not for me, <laughs> uh, <laughs> gladly or unfortunately, but uh, I've been there for quite some time. And then I switched to project management. But basically before that, I was also doing lots of voluntary and uh, social work uh, during school years and during university years. And then uh, somehow realized, not somehow, I have actually a very good story. Maybe I would like to share it also today if we have time enough. Yes. But um, there was one day when I realized that uh, enough is enough. So I started doing my own business. Yep. So now it's been three years of uh, Planas Givanimas. It's Lithuanian name. It would be mm. in English plan for life, so to say. So I have combined two topics, personal productivity and project management. And now we are running in Lithuania. Yeah, and that story, if you know, to give a bit of background here, Please. I had a 12 months of burnout. Okay. And after we have finished, I finally understood that it was a burnout. <laughs> mm. So, you know, uh, now I work with many clients that are going through the same journey or in, mm. are just in the beginning of that. Uh, but basically, those, I couldn't say, you know, corporate years. Uh, gave me this opportunity, a <laughs> very nice opportunity. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but uh, yeah, it was a career choice. So fi mm. finally, I understood that uh, this working habit that I have, you know, nine to five management, uh, status reports and stuff like that, was yes. just not for me. Mm. And then uh, somehow the mindset finally shifted. So here I am today, working for myself. It's been a Full year now in April this yep. year. Excellent. Congratulations. Well, Thank I, you. <laughs> I, I think this is really interesting, Dovile, as well in terms of what you've done. The, the fact that you've, uh, you know, in Silicon Valley, they talk about failing fast, but actually realizing very quickly what is not good for you, what doesn't suit for you as much as what you really want to do and what your sort of passion and dream is. And how did this sort of uh, manifest itself? Were you feeling sort of stressed? Were you feeling anxious about uh, uh, the work situation or was it just a case of I, I don't really fit in here I want to do something different mm, I think it was a combination of many different things you know we are all different personalities yes but now looking backwards into that uh, year of 12 months uh, very nice journey <laughs> yeah uh, well I think it was as I said uh, just a career choice of yeah. course corporate years gave me lots of uh, different uh, uh, network opportunities, people, yes. background, expertise, and stuff like that. So, you know, always thankful. Mm. But uh, if you're asking how I was feeling, I remember very clearly a few nights where I just, you know, lay in the bed from excruciating pain, uh, puking really? and trying to puke and, uh, you know, not very nice yeah. stuff going around, but you yeah. just don't understand what's going on and you, mm. when you go to lots of you know hospitals and doctors and all they say is 
you're totally fine, perfectly healthy, you know, yeah. maybe try to deal with your head. Then yeah. I realized, yeah, maybe it's something in my head. And I, I started to talk to people, mm. mainly colleagues at first, then some uh, specialists in psychotherapy didn't find a person for myself. Yeah. So it was very long in a way that I didn't know when it was actual end towards you know all that stuff yeah. and it was the most painful part uh, but mm. then you know i just uh, recently saw one video i think it was on tiktok where a person said that uh, when you know internally that it's time for change you are in depression with lots of anxiety and you know uh, that not very funny stuff but yeah. then uh, internally you already uh, know that it will be time for change so mm. i don't think i failed fast as you say as yeah. they say that in silicon valley mm. it was a very long journey not only those those 12 months but i think as i said from first day of my nine to five job i realized that it's something just not for me yeah and then yeah it's been like five or six maybe seven years of that whole journey until right I, when i hear yeah absolutely so you you've basically identified what the issue is and thankfully there are options out there um you know it's not just uh, uh, the world of work is no longer just a nine to five going to one place selling hours to one employer uh till you're uh, 65 70 whenever it is things have changed a bit so tell us a little bit about sort of the new lifestyle a kind of the more uh, uh, flexible um uh, arrangements that you have sort of working for yourself what are some of the benefits but also perhaps some of the negative uh, sides of this too Absolutely. Yeah. So it's been, uh, as I said, three years of my company running. So mm. within the first two years, I've been having four jobs. So one corporate, wow. two side jobs and and this that I'm running right now. Excellent. So yeah, it's also been a very, so to say, long decision to actually quit and, you know, go solely on myself. Yeah. So one of the drawbacks is, you know, nothing new, probably this income variability. Yeah. So basically, it's uh, been those two years that I had to, you know, plan, schedule and finally get myself up and tied with all the finances so that I can, you know, go uh, totally on myself, work totally on myself. Uh, but yeah. uh, I think all the pros are overweighting all the cons in, in that yeah. area, of course. It depends mm -hmm. on lifestyle and what you, you know, like to do in your life. In my case, mm -hmm. it's uh, probably the best uh, visualization of how it's going it's the last year where i have spent half a year abroad which okay. i could never do before uh, covid especially covid times of course changed our lifestyle in a way we all know mm. but uh, now that i'm working solely on myself half a year spent abroad working from whatever you like is just awesome <laughs> simply talking so you've uh, basically taken on board the digital nomad lifestyle with a with, with a computer and a electricity and a and a and a Wi-Fi wi connection. You can work yeah. from anywhere and deliver value to, to to companies and organizations. True. Yeah, but of course, there's uh, not this not also this uh, you know some um, digital sphere that's uh, somewhat uh, nice or not so nice, but also the mental capacity uh, right. there's 
so much space and place for all the decision making and uh, stuff that's going yeah. on in the business. Yeah. Of course, it depends yeah. what kind of business you would like to run. In my case, it's uh, selling hours to many different companies. So again, yes. I'm, I'm still selling my hours in, in some way. Mm. Uh, but uh, you don't have to deal with all the, as I said, management reports, <laughs> statuses, yeah. updates, HR things. You yeah. are the same person for yourself. But that's also a drawback in a way uh, mm. that, you know, you are a solopreneur, so you are alone in your ups and downs in your decision making, and it's sometimes a very lonely place. Yeah, absolutely, and it's not a case that someone else can take the slack, or if you're feeling a bit uh, uh, down or a bit slow, someone can actually take this up. Basically, you have to rely on yourself for the sort of the delivering the product, the marketing, the new business, sure. also the administration as well. You know, we still need to pay our taxes and uh, report to the authorities do these kind of things. So everything lands on your shoulders, which is empowering, but it's also uh, uh, time consuming as well. Let's be honest. Yeah. And for some people, those uh, I would, you know, draw this all to one word, work boundaries. Yeah. I think if I haven't had uh, my, this corporate burnout experience, yeah. I would uh, have landed with the same work boundaries I had before, meaning working 24 seven hustling yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. all that culture. But uh, I see lots of people who are actually making a decision to go solo uh, yeah. for working for themselves. And we still have no work boundaries. So basically, as you see, all those hats that we have from administration to yeah. being CEO is taking lots of time. But yes. uh, yeah, either you do, it, you, you do it the smart way or the hard way. Exactly. That's very, that's very true. And how do you find that in terms of prioritization and uh, setting those boundaries and those limits that you talk about? How do you have separate your lifestyle from your work style and create those kind of the, the divisions? Fairly easy, as okay. I had had this, you know, painful experience. Mm. Yesterday was a perfect example of Monday where I had pretty much on my to-do list and lots of stuff to do from administration to <laughs> decision making and strategy. Yep. And I just laid in bed all day because I didn't feel like. <laughs> okay. So basically, priority is my body and my uh, health at this moment, and uh, yes. especially after that year of burnout. Yeah. But uh, yeah, basically, it's it's very easy, fairly for me because I know what's you know the dark side of it, and mm. it's very hard to explain for people who don't know or who haven't gone it through themselves. So right. yeah, learning by doing. Learning by doing is usually the most powerful way for everything, Dovile. But also, you know, let, let's say a little bit about how uh, technology and digitalization is transforming society in the world of work as well. Because through um, technology and new services and, 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 and new applications, you're actually able to live this lifestyle and be able to work from anywhere, but also deliver value to companies and organizations without having been physically uh, uh, present. Um, how is this sort of changing, would you say, in terms of the world of work? Is it accepted uh we hear a lot about sort of companies demanding people to return to the office and having negative views towards remote working and digital work i mean what's your what's your thoughts on this yeah i think there always will be people who are on to some part of a topic either for going for you know working from home or not yeah uh, very randomly today i saw a linkedin blog post 
cannot remember the name from who it was, but basically it said that digitalization is so yesterday. And I completely agree because we are all on computers uh, who are, you know, having this lifestyle and uh, basically no computer, no internet, no work for me. But there are also many, you know, workforce people that are working in service industry where we have to be, you know, present specifically for, I don't know, restaurants or construction business and something like that. So it's a completely different topic. But in my case, uh, I completely agree that we are digitalized enough. So to say that we can work, I think the bigger question is what we do with digital content and how do we make decisions out of that that we generate in that uh, whole area. So yeah, ChatGPT, thanks uh, for people who created that. (laughs) I use it probably (laughs) every day. Uh, Of course, I also have a very specific um, way of working. I'm in consultancy business. Uh, So, you know, people who would be, let's say, social media administrators or marketing people, they would use it probably every five minutes to create some uh, digital pictures or posts or texts. Um, yeah, not not so often for me, but basically it it now has enabled me to direct the digital content and not to create it. Basically, you know, to give prompts uh, to computer to say, hey, I need that and that. And then I completely yeah. either agree with what you present to me or no. Mm-hmm. And then I can make decisions what to do next. Excellent. So it's, it helps you with the content creation side of things. Do you use it for sort of picking the right hashtags or the, the the right emojis to use in some of the social media things as well or what's the sort of the the sort of the day-to-day would you say in terms of using gpt plus yeah actually uh, not only content creation but mainly some idea generation for many different okay. things from strategy to finances and you know what yeah. what to do in that in that case and stuff like that mm. but uh, if to talk about content creation yeah lots of my businesses you know uh, handled through social media, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and TikTok. Yeah. And TikTok, uh, we have started it actually just last week on Friday or Thursday. Oh, really? <laughs> so the whole, okay. Yeah. So the whole creation of that strategy, which is yet, you know, uh, living mechanism, but the whole creation of that strategy was solely ChatGPT prompts. Hey, can you do me this and that? Hey, could you please help me uh, with uh, some ideas here and there? So, yeah. <laughs> Wow, there we go. So it's uh, uh, this is the perfect embodiment of the open AI uh, technologies and creativity from the human side as well to uh, to produce a product. So that, that that's fantastic. And tell me about sort of you know this is a lifestyle that you've uh, uh, ventured into. You, you, you very personal reasons why you've wanted to cho- to choose this, but. How would you find in terms of the uh, uh, learning what is right, what's wrong, how to do this? Uh, a lot of people I speak to say that the education system as it stands today, particularly in the sort of a European and a, an American context, um, doesn't really shape a lot of the uh, skills, knowledge and expertise that you need to run your own business, to be able to be a solopreneur uh, in these terms. Would you say that there is um, you know, ways that uh, need to change because the the thinking is still very much to work for a company or a government organization and be part of a machine, be part of a a nine to five culture. Um, is it still the fact that you have to sort of find out by yourself in terms of how to be a uh, uh, an entrepreneur and how to be able to make money from your own skills, knowledge, and your own internet connection? 
Yeah, that's a very valid and good question. Uh, I think, uh, but it's only my opinion because so like, yeah. I, I'm a fairly young person. So I yes. finished school like 10, 10 years ago or something yeah. like that. So I somehow feel that in Lithuania, because I was raised here, yeah. we are fairly advanced in that area nowadays. So mm. with those young people that go to school, I think not only education system is doing the work, uh, depending you know what what you say either they're um motivating you to go f to to nine to five work or be a solopreneur but uh, very uh how to say um the role of parents is very important in that uh, okay. area as well. So yeah. I see that the parents are now becoming the millennials. So basically me and my age people. And okay. uh, we are those who are working from home. So, you know, <laughs> or working from elsewhere. So I think yeah. uh, it will change not very rapidly and slowly. But in Finia, what I see, um, well, I have some young people in my social loop as well in family. Yeah. Uh, they are going to school at the moment and they are not even thinking about any, you know, specific direction of, let's say, finance or business administration or marketing or whatever. And, you know, working from nine to five, they're going places already. They are selling themselves. They are selling some stuff uh, for their peers. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it really depends on the, on the environment you are in. But, uh, yeah, education is probably... The main trigger, you know, that grows us, but I think yeah. it won't be very soon that it will change so drastically that we all would have every opportunity, you know, to explore before we go into the uh, work environment and world. Yeah, understand. So it's going to be a balance between the two. Well, I think the uh, the, the future is uh, already upon us and things are moving so quickly as well. And I think that uh, the way in which the sort of the tools and skills and services that are there already are facilitating this change. It's sometimes just the the mindsets of individuals who need to accept this as opposed to the uh, the realities already way ahead. And it's it's great that you've come on today to share some of your thoughts, uh, knowledge, and also your personal experience as well. So really appreciate that, Dovile. And uh, yeah, good luck with the future endeavors. Yeah, thank you very much for the invitation. I hope it helps at least somebody, you know, maybe somebody's going through a burnout or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually very uh, nice to share a personal story for international audience as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much indeed for uh, taking the time to do that. And, and, and as you say, uh, office environments and nine to five work fit some people very well but there's a whole percentage of the population whether for sort of mental health reasons physical reasons whether they've got sort of other responsibilities like looking after children looking after sort of uh, people with uh with handicaps or older parents or things who can't be nine to five in one place and and, and require a bit of flexibility but still have a great deal to offer in terms of knowledge and expertise so i think that this kind of uh, more um, flexible approach to the labor market and what is work as opposed to what is a job, I think is really helpful. So thank you very much indeed, Dovale. And we will speak again soon. And you can come back and update us on how things are going. Cool. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs>